You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hyundai Tucson N-Line. Taken to the next level. In stock now. Visit your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. I'm still full of the Holy Good afternoon, everyone. Two minutes past 12 on a Thursday afternoon. Welcome to the show. Great to have your company on an early edition of Kimbo and The Roots due to the fourth and final test in India. We'll be heading live to our Medabed. Stadium at 2pm. We're live from Studio Lumo SA right here at number one King William Street in the city. It's currently 17.1 degrees as we welcome the Roach. Party people! Roach, here he is. Roach, here he is. Hey. Roach, ah, Life's all about timing. You made it in the studio, Roach, with three seconds to spare. Well, I was in here earlier, <laughs> but I went outside because I remember we had a cricket helmet in the cupboard. Yes. And I, I wasn't going to get it for display purposes because today's a significant day. Could set yeah. world records in Test cricket. But when I walked into the studio earlier, I, I thought Captain Grumpy was here, so I better get a helmet. <laughs> What's happened to you this I, morning? I would be the grumpy one at the moment. What's happened? No, nothing. I've been busy. Is it this because morning. we're starting early? No, I like starting early. Oh, okay. I prefer our normal time. Absolutely, like three to five. Three to five. And we but can't do that today because we have the fourth test. Yeah, but it gives us the opportunity to do a few things. I'm seeing a few clients this afternoon, Rich. A, a very busy day. Congratulations to you as well. I haven't done anything. Yes, I, you I have. just sat down on my big backside, got in before Peter Hurley did too. Oh, did you? Yeah. He's looking very well too. And had my hair cut. Did not take them long. It is not a big challenge for them. As a matter of fact, it's a crime the money they take from. <laughs> well, they have to charge a search fee now, right? Oh, boom, boom. Boom, boom. Uh, And trim the moustache as well. Yes. Yeah, you look a million dollars. I had to hey. ring Merv Hughes to get advice on that. <laughs> Good show coming up today, Roach. Let's jump into it. At uh, 12.30, we'll be heading over to Melbourne to have a chat with uh, SEN chief footy reporter Sam Edmund. Or the leak tape. The is it leak? a leaked tape? No, it's not a leaked tape. So they left it out there for people to listen to. Yeah, they did not do that deliberately. Sammy's all over that. Ross Lyon with a little bit of explaining oh. to do, a little bit of egg on his face, and uh, how to win over your playing group, not. Surely the front bar is going to do a mock tape. Someone's going to do a mock tape, aren't they? they uh, There'd be enough Ross Lyon, you know, sound bites around yeah. the place. You we'll can certainly out. get the one where he towed up Shane McGuinness and work off that one to start with. Yeah, the journalist. Um yeah. I'm not sure exactly what he said. Uh, Sam Edmund oh, is a crosser. Imagine. Uh, I think they've been... Described as fruity language. That was by Tony Jones. Fruity language. Fruity. <laughs> and uh, some very direct comments about his playing style. Well, what else would there be? Anyway, all we'll find boys. out about that. They know how coaches work. Um, perhaps more importantly, Sammy will be live from the Captain's Day. Mm. They've given all their predictions. Quite interesting. We'll get to those shortly, Rooch. It's a bit like, uh, why would you ask a captain? It's a bit like they say the worst judges in racing are jockeys. Oh, good. Thought. So we'll see. I can tell you, though, that five of the captains say that Port will be playing finals. And, and one thinks Adelaide. One. Yeah, well, that's good. It means Adelaide's getting some credibility again. They need that. Yeah. One said that St Kilda will be in the top eight. They, they may be right. 
why have you sent a search party out for that, Captain? Well, uh, well, he should be dropped. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's any chance, Rooch. And hey. bear in mind, as a captain, you can't <laughs> vote for your own team. Yep. So it's not the St Kilda captain who voted for his own. In case One o'clock, Rooch. We'll be crossing live uh, to uh, our Metabed for the fourth and final test. This is going to be huge in more ways than one. 132,000 capacity at the stadium at Amadabed, and it would be a world record, replacing the 91,112 who were there on the first day of the 2013 Ashes Test at the MCG. They'll break that record. They will break it. And our minister will be there. Yes, he will. Mm. Yes. And you have any thoughts about having so many people in one place? I just feel like something may go wrong. No, it'll be fine. They're I don't want to be the prophet lovely dome. day of cricket. I don't cricket. want to be a wet blanket. Mm, you know? Don't wish that on me. No, you own all those labels, so I don't want to take them <laughs> off you. But I just got well, I'm not to... Captain Grumpy this morning. I have to ring Alan Border and say, I, hey, you've I, been tipped over today. Yeah, well, I've been very, very busy, Roach. Good. Unlike you doing Jack, you know who. <laughs> Jack Fertiliser. Uh, at 12.50, we'll be joined by arguably the most successful female football coach in South Australia, Chrissy Steen, North yeah. Adelaide Football Club, Sample W coach. Mm. And a big win for North last week. Yeah, and at 1.30, an old friend of ours will join us. We I won't... was surprised when you told me, because I was thinking that football vacancy at AFL House, no head of mm. footy, David Noble would have been very good in that role, and then you told me he's gone right out of footy. Well... But didn't I know we, he was looking at But business. didn't we talk to him before we went on leave, Rooch? Yeah, but he was still undecided what he was doing. No, then. no, about when he got the gig. No, I, I didn't know this at all about this. I well, I, I was that. asking Ben. But you keep in touch with him far more than I do. Yeah, well, um, I was well aware when you it got happened. got the Shaw and Smith to him yet? When it happened. No, I own six bottles. Oh, well, his nice. wife, lovely wife, nice. Sarah. And uh, Now, Ben's ha- having a quizzical look at me. No, I don't think Because I thought before. we were going to congratulate him on the job. Maybe I did that personally yeah, I think on you the did. new gig. Yes, you did. Um, are All you right. sure? Well, I didn't know about it, and I would have remembered that. And Ben said to me this morning in my grumpy state, he said, yeah. no, don't go thanking him and congratulate him. We did that on air when he okay. got the gig. Oh, I don't remember that. We'll ask him when he got the gig. This is awkward. No, it doesn't matter. We'll still congratulate We're getting him. time loss, Roach. It happens. You haven't even hit 60 yet. What, 160? Um, that's our guess anyway. And, of course, the most <laughs> important that people... Over, didn't you? you sort of agreed with it by letting it just fly. <laughs> yeah, there's some things you don't comment on. Uh, the most important people on our show are those that contribute. And you can yes. do that on 0427154166. What's that number, Rooch? That's our number. Yeah, What? what is it? That's our text number. Good, good boy. What's our phone number? Oh, well, that would be one three hundred seven three six seven three six. He's looked at his computer for the first time in. I'm five amazed years. it was switched on actually after yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're here thanks to our good friends at Hyundai, the Hyundai Tucson. Tomorrow's SUV is in stock. Now, they are on board again for 2023. We really appreciate that. Hey, let's just quickly go around the grounds before we go to a break. There's a little bit happening, Rooch. Uh, The Marsh Cup final. Now, the paper that you ruled over for for 30 years, the advertiser, even on Adelaide now, and I will do a full retraction if I'm wrong, I could not find one thing online in regards to the Marsh Cup final, which we lost. Not one story. Or maybe they don't want... People to feel down today. It was a horrible well, You only have to Kim. read about the first 10 articles and you'd be in a world of pain. Well, don't go there, Kim. Yeah, with everything that's happening. Don't go the there. Anyway, but I, we were flogged. 
Absolutely. 387, the West Australians. And the Redbacks, 206 in reply and done over in 30 overs. And I'm still asking the question. When we spoke to Jason Gillespie, mm. our Redbacks coach, he made it quite clear that the one distinctive thing about his team this year is the bowlers could do the job. They can get a team out. Yep. Win the toss, surely you bat and back your bowlers in. Did I don't do that? I, I don't understand your logic there. No, I would say they've, if anything, they've misread the pitch. Mm. If they thought there was a bit of green top there or they were going to get something out of the pitch, that's why they chose to bowl first. So he was backing his bowlers in. They didn't get the job done. They either misread didn't, the condition. Didn't look green to me. Either misread the, well, from here. Oh, what I can, Come see on, on. can see on the TV. Yeah, you probably had the colour adjusted incorrectly. I think we were just beaten what by What colour clay was it on, by the way? Far superior side. Oh, no doubt about that. Um, let's do a little bit of footy as we go around the grounds. Toby Green, GWS captain. Some question the appointment, but he's taking the job seriously. I think a lot of people misjudge Toby Green because every time I've listened to him talk about his football... I mean, people make judgments about the way he plays his footy and the way he presents yep. himself, and that's probably the worst thing you can do because when you actually listen to him talk about his footy, you think, this is a serious guy. The point whereby he's taken on the captaincy of GWS realises the quick way to fast-track his leadership program is to learn from people who have already made the mistakes that mm -hmm. he doesn't want to ma make and learn from people who have been successful. Goes to Trent Cotchin, set up by Adam Kingsley, of course, because he was at Richmond. Went and had a meeting with him. Yep. So Adam Kingsley set that one up because direct line to Trent Colchin, as you would well, that's, imagine. That's clever. He can learn how to get off at the tribunal. That's a good yeah. move. Yeah. And that would be smart for him. That would be mm -hmm. good for his leadership. And then he rang James Hurd. And I'm leaving that one alone. <laughs> you probably could learn lots of things from James. I'm sure you yeah. could, and particularly about what you shouldn't do. And as... he'd have a connection there. Yeah. That was uh, as a coach you're alluding to. Yeah. It's very unfair. I think he's caught Oh, he made a couple that. of mistakes as a player too. That famous $20,000 fine for remarks about an umpire on the footy show. Yes, but yes. as a captain, he was very respected. Very much so. Very respected. Great player, James Hurd. All right. Uh, Sam Darcy could be the best player in the competition in five, six years' time. And he probably could be the best young player this year because he's highly regarded for the rising start. Now... The family line that he has at the Western Bulldogs, you would expect he would want that to continue for some time, and he's got a contract extension to 2025. So an extra two years. So it'll be interesting at the end of this, who will have played more games for the Bulldogs? Will it be Luke Darcy, his father, or will it be David Darcy's late grandfather? What an absolute gentleman. Had the pleasure of yeah. working with David Darcy at Channel 9 for a couple of years. And had the footy rights. He yeah. was a he was a ripper, yeah. and uh, so too is Luke. So that yes. is big news there. Hey, we'll have a look at all the captains' predictions shortly. Roach, we'll go into our first break. As I said, we're live and interactive. If you'd like to join into the show, you can. We'd love it. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. Few texts coming in for you, Roach. You're a very popular man. I have a couple of prizes. Well, we have Roach to give away. One is a double pass to go to the Adelaide Cup, which Giddy is up. this Monday. Yeah, you'll get two tickets to go to the Giddy Up Club. Uh, it's a great day's entertainment, all thanks to Racing SA. Uh, I'll check the weather for you about that. I think the weather's going to be pretty good for the Cup. Doesn't matter if it's not. Just roll around in the mud. It's a ripping day at the races. <laughs> uh, so if you want to go to the races, we've got a double pass, but we'd prefer you give us a call. <laughs> Just chat about anything regarding sport, all right? Plus, we have a Signet Boost Power Bank. What is that, Roach? Well, many a time you are busy 
you realize that your phone's gone down to 1% charge and you go, I haven't got my charger with me. I wish I had a power bank. Mm. This is the one. Yep. Keeps your this phone charged, your tablet charged, your earbuds powered for yeah. 24-7. It's worth forty four ninety five. Or you can be like Roach, who's an idiot. He carries five phones around. Let's go to a break. Live across SEN, you're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Nearly 12.19 on a Thursday afternoon, doing the early shift today because we'll be crossing to India for the fourth and final test at 2pm. Stack of texts coming through. Uh, 12.30, we'll be joined by Sammy Edmund from Melbourne, Chief Footy Reporter for SEN. Chrissy Steen, coach the North Adelaide Football Club AFLW program at 12.50. 1pm, we'll get a preview from Brat Sundarasan about the test game. And at 1.30, our old mate David Noble, now in the supercar business. That surprised me. CEO of Dick Johnson Racing. We managed to. to sort out during the break for our own sanity, Rooch. Mm-hmm. You were right. We did not speak to him last, so. year. You were well, we last year. You were overseas. Yes, but he hadn't decided what he was doing yeah. at that stage. He was certainly looking at getting into business. Well, he's gone into a different business altogether now, isn't it? Very Motor exciting. Racing. Yep, mm. and uh, the first round gets underway in Newcastle, the Newcastle 500, this weekend. Uh, what if he text. was tempted by that vacancy at Affle House? Mm. Obviously not. Okay. Hi, guys. <laughs> we'll find out. Hi, guys. What a pleasant surprise having you guys on at this time. Great to hear you back. I've got a bottle of scotch on the line. Oh. I think the Crows will end up in the top ten, while my Port Adelaide mate thinks they'll finish bottom six. How confident should I be? Well, I'd be putting the ice in the glass now, Johnny. Johnny K from Kensington. I think you'll win that bottle of scotch. I've got the Crows finishing ninth, Rooch. Tenth. You have them tenth? All right, Johnny wins his scotch. Hope you're well, Johnny. We appreciate your support over the years. Here's one for you, Rooch. Roochie, that's you. Don't be fooled. The power are in huge trouble. They will be winless going into the showdown, lose to the Crows, and Ken will be out. The cries will be very loud to get rid of Ken. Um, I think Brisbane will win the first one. It's an upset if you beat them. Then they play Collingwood. You should beat Collingwood. You will beat Collingwood. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll toss a coin for the showdown, Richie, Rooch, Rooch. Hey, Mark Bickley, we have to do this at SEN. We're contractually obligated. We have to do Rooch, our premiers. We put it online, our runners up. Oh, you're reading the contract. Wooden spoon. (laughs) Do you read anything? (laughs) Uh, The Brownlow, Coleman, Rising Star, Biggest Improver, Biggest Slider. Uh, let's have a listen to the dual premiership captain, who he thinks will be the biggest riser up the AFL ladder this year. I have got Carlton as one of my teams that are going to jump up. I, I actually think Carlton could finish somewhere close to the top four. No. And if they do that, it will be on the back of their potency in the front half, which is Kurnow and Mackay, and also their midfield mix, which is led by Cripps. You've got Walsh and you've got Hewitt and you've got a couple of others in there. But Cripps is... Far and away, their best midfielder. What do early you think? Starts. You were shaking. The, the cameras starts. are here. The early starts. They got. They've got to him. You reckon he's Carlton sleep won't. sleep Carlton. deprivation? No, Carlton won't rise. That. Not once you put your curse on them again. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got them as the biggest risers. That's no. definite. Uh, who have you got, Roach? Biggest riser yep. for me is actually there's two of them because they go up equal number of. You've told me it has to be by premiership points. Going, well, uh, well ladder position. Yeah. yeah. So I've got the Western Bulldogs going from 8th to 4th. 
and Adelaide going from 14th to 10th. All righty. Yeah, I went for Adelaide. I've been going from 14th to 9th. That's based at the end of the uh, minor round. Let's have a listen to Bix in terms of the biggest slider who'll be dropping down the AFL ladder. And the biggest slider, and this is not a knock on Collingwood, I don't think Collingwood are going to be disastrous. They were one point away from a grand final, but they won seven games by, you know, a kick or less. History says that you just can't do that consistently um, because the game is too random. Good point. Random. Yep, good point. Uh, Who have you got sliding, Rich? Two sliders, Collingwood from 4th to 8th and Hawthorne 13th to 18th. Oh, yeah, I like that. Hawthorne will go backwards. Uh, I have Collingwood. I have Collingwood going from 4th to 10th. I've got them out of, out. The, out of the top eight, Rich. Okay. Yeah, based on what uh, Bix is saying and who's going to do the damage up forward to them. Um, I don't think the Brisbane boy, uh, whose name escapes me now. McStay. <laughs> McStay. I get him muddled up with um, Gardner, Darcy Gardner, okay. for some reason. Right. McStay, I'm not convinced on Ginevan yet. Okay. So, yeah, interesting. All righty, uh, we might as well continue on this uh, mm. theme, Roach, because uh, one of the questions is the Premiers. Who have you got to be the Premier? I'm sticking with Brisbane. Yep, I'm with you there. Uh, we haven't got what Bix said for the uh, Premier. Uh, based on his other tips, it doesn't matter. Uh, Runner-up, love wow. you, Bix. Wow. Come on, Roach, don't <laughs> be dramatic. <laughs> uh, we've got a footy launch for all our clients tomorrow. Yes. So we'll be Hello getting Noble. interviewed, Roach. So wear your good clothes. Wooden, uh, what have we got? Runners up. Melbourne. Same. Who? Me. Oh, okay. Exactly the same. Brisbane, right. Melbourne. Stop like looking Brisbane over my shoulder. Year. Sorry. Uh, wooden spoon, you know <laughs> mine. West Coast Eagles. No, I've got Hawthorne. Have you? Yes. Yep. I think they've got a fair bit of work to do with that list. We better go for another break, Roots. Just a reminder, Sammy Edmund coming up after 12.30. Live across SEN, you're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. I'm still full of the Holy Grail. 12.29, 12.30 news coming up shortly. Sam Edmund at around 12.35, Chief Footy Reporter for SEN. He's got a bit to tell us today. We're I, just watching during I, the ad break. There, I'm Rich. just watching Sammy on Twitter. He's interviewing Toby Green. Yes, he's just texting. Yeah. He's just going to be a fraction late. Okay. Uh, we were just watching on Fox Footy on the screens here, Roach, the 97 prelim final between Western Bulldogs and Adelaide. I'll tell you what, you can say footy was better in those days, but the umpiring wasn't. Different interpretations then. That was holding the ball. That Mark Bickley tackle on West, that was holding the ball every yes, time, any I know, day. Well, you determined whether he had prior opportunity. Tried to kick prior and didn't make contact. That's holding the ball. Today it is. I can't remember whether it was That's back then. That's holding the ball any time. Oh, why don't you umpire then, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some sanity in I'll, the show. I'll get Blighty in with me. It was a very good tackle by Biggs. Blighty, Blighty says umpiring's easy. Yes. He does. He, he yeah. found everything easy, Blighty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Toddy Marshall was on with uh, Biggs and Walshie this morning. He was asked if he was concerned by the club's <laughs> pre-season form. Right. No, nah, personally, I'm, I'm still very excited. Um, you know, it's always good to, to get the season going and... Um, yeah, as you touched on, the practice games probably weren't what we wanted to be, but um, yeah, we took some some key learnings out of them, and um, yeah, I can't wait for round one in in nine days. So um, yeah, looking forward to it. So the other big talking point after two trial games, I am still in Port Adelaide's camp, and I believe firmly they'll make the top eight. Is their forward line connections got everyone spooked? He was asked about that. 
Yeah, we spent a, a pretty pretty large portion of the summer, um, you know, working on that on that connection, um, as you said. But you know, the players that they that you touched on, like Orazio and Junior, they're so smart already in, in how they want to you know kick the ball inside fifty. So yeah, I think that could be real weapons for us, you know, improving our efficiency. So yeah, as a key forward, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and, and hopefully I can get on the end of a few. I think so, it's going so to be an exciting year. It's going to be an exciting year, Roach. You may be two and three after five or three and two. Who what knows? About, what about at the halfway mark? Have you done that yet? No, I haven't. Uh, Do that I, over the weekend for me. Really? Yes, I think please. it's a bit of a fruitless exercise, isn't it? You don't know what injuries to project that far ahead. Just quickly, though, a very, very good text has come through from Chopsy from Cheltenham. He says, in regards to the Marsh Cup yesterday, Roach, that's the way he spelt it. Yesterday was the first 50-over game where a captain thought seriously about enforcing the follow-on. <laughs> oh, boom, boom. Sammy Edmund next. Hyundai Tucson N-Line. Taken to the next level. In stock now. Visit your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. On a Thursday afternoon, Kimba on the Roach, it's an early edition because we'll be heading for the fourth test in India at 2 o'clock today. Hey, don't forget Oakbank Easter Festival, three days jam-packed and racing and entertainment. You can book your tickets today. Uh, they've got a lot of activities on. I see they're having a concert up there, Roach, a huge one. Uh, they'd love to see you there in the mosh pit so they could chuck you around a little bit. I'd enjoy that. Uh, coming up on the show, Sammy Edmund, not far away. We're just having trouble getting through to Sam. He's actually at the captain's day, yes. so he'll be interviewing captains all day. But uh, hopefully we'll have him very shortly. Chrissy Steen at 12.50. We'll cross to India at 1 and have a chat with Bharat Sundarasan. And at one thirty, David Noble will be joining us. We won't be talking footy, though, Roach. Car racing. Yes. Interesting, interesting turn. Here's Very a text that's come through, Roach. Pop your name on it. Come on. Have the courage to put your name to it. Ethel? No, it's not Ethel. Ethel puts her name to everything. Even though it's not her name. No, I know, but at least we know who we're referring to. <laughs> this one says, every time handbrake Hinkley gets questioned about his crappy game plan, he tries to dodge the question. Chris Scott was criticised. He changed the game style and kaboom, a premiership. So whoever sent that text in thinks Ken Inkley's never changed his playbook. He changed it after round five last year. Mm, yes, but you, you, you're you not sure about having him in the top eight. No, I'm not. But I, I based that on the list. Have you got him in the top eight? No. Seventh, I reckon they're a seventh best team, but I'm struggling to see how they jump from where they are to seventh. Here's a good one here. Well, um, where do you think their list rates? That's... That's just I've got being realistic. I've got them in the top eight. Okay. But do you have them in the top four? No. Right. I think they're capable of getting there. But mm. it depends on... In, well, like Collingwood finished fourth, so I've got them out of the eight. But the only other club I think that won't make the finals, and look, this is all speculation, is mm. Fremantle. But, you know, I'm going through Fremantle's list again today and I'm thinking, well, maybe I'm an idiot. Because I like their defence in Brennan Cox, Hayden Young and Alex Pierce and a few others. They've got yeah. some leg speed back there. And I've been banging on about Hayden Young for, what, three or four years yes. now. He'll be the best defender in the game. They've got a gun midfield with Brayshaw, Brody, and Sarong. Mm. The knock for me has been their forward line. Now, they have Luke Jackson there now. Willie develop as a forward ruckman. They have Sean Darcy. Fife is, Fife is the X factor. But, but he is inaccurate. Really inaccurate. But yep. he, will he be sound? 
Let's hope and, so. And then you're looking at people like Schultz and Henry. Um, so you think the two teams that are on the edge are Fremantle and Collingwood? Yeah, well, I, I, Geelong, I think, are there. There's no Season. question. Melbourne will rebound after Particularly being knocked out in straight I, sets. And I love watching that Grundy, Gorn, yep. re re igniting the two ruckman theme. Yeah, since Don Pike's gone to Sydney, I love the way they go about it. I think and they're, they're always solid. Yeah, yep. their game plan they confuses sides. Yeah. Um so I'm not having them out of the top Brisbane eight. Brisbane we rate. Colling yeah, uh, Collingwood were fourth. I've got them dropping out. Mm. Fremantle will slide. They may I think there may only be one change in reality to the top eight. And uh, that's Collingwood. I think Brisbane I've got them to win the flag. Richmond have recruited brilliantly. Yes. Um Will Shea Bolton go to another level? Will Dusty Martin recapture some of his best form? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other concern is up forward. Uh, Jack Revolt, I think he's on his last legs, which is stating the obvious. It's been still, a wonderful you've got to, career. You've got to mark him. Yeah, and the which Bulldogs. Opens up Lynch. Bulldogs still have the best, one of the best midfields. And they've loaded up their attack with yeah, tools. With, with lob. Yeah. Um, so the defence is their Achilles heel. And Carlton, just with a few injuries, uh, not just sort of around the bottom reach. But. Yeah. I mean, everyone has different opinions, mm. but that's what we do. Um, hang on. Ethel's just come through. Hello, Ethel. What have I said? To oh, said Ethel, now? Ethel, Ethel is brutal. She is. I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> guessing that she's single, or and if she's married, her husband would be too scared to talk. She's gone, Ruchi, I would like to meet up for a coffee with you one day as long as you wear a mask. Ethel, that, that, that's harsh. Um, Sammy Edmund, good I've to go in. I've had five shots, Ethel. I'm as safe as houses. Yeah, no, I think it was more to do with your appearance, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Benny, do you want us to go for We'll go for a quick break now, then we'll have Sammy Edmund if he's five minutes away. Uh, Brent, a Brent, Brent's in gone Ethel. into a meltdown again. Um, Oh, he's one minute away now. Okay, we'll you change that. Change not? that. No, no, change that on the screen, Benjamin. Now he's done it. No, we'll talk for one more minute. Uh, what we can do, though, Roach, while we're waiting, really, really quickly, in regards to uh, what we have to do here, we've done our premiers, our run, runners-up, Wooden Spoon. Uh, what about Brownlow for you, Clayton Oliver Melbourne? Now I'm getting out on a limb here a little bit. It's not a bad limb. I don't think it's one that's risky. No, well, I am selecting Connor Rosie. Yeah, that's a good with, choice. With Clayton Oliver, Petraka and a number of others can take votes. No, Connor Rosie is a good choice. Yeah, and I think Port will go up the ladder and, and make the eight. Yeah. And I don't think as many players will take votes away from him Correct. in winning games. Yeah. Um, your Coleman medalist. Tom Lynch. <clears throat> Richmond. Sound selection. Richmond. I'm going left field again here. I think it could be the coffee route. It won't be Joe Dana. Yes, it's Joe Danaher I'm going. Is it really? He will get so many opportunities. I just hope he's got his he's kicking boots on. He's to be accurate. On. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. He sprays them everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I reckon he'll win it. He'll kick 60. Okay. That's all it'll take. Right. Uh, and that's all we had. Oh, and then the rising star. I'm going with young Darcy at the Western Bulldogs. Snap, Roach. Yes. I'm going exactly the same. Uh Oh, you got West Coast, you wouldn't spoon on it. Yeah, I have. not asked that. So I'm just reading. Uh, oh, here's a text come through. No yeah. name. Uh, I think it's a disgrace how the AFLW player pinching is being done. It's over well, that's now. finished now. Mm. Yeah, um, no name on that text. We have spoken about it. Uh, have we got Sammy there now? No, we still haven't got Sammy. I think we'll make an executive we decision and we will go to a break now and then we'll come back with Sammy Edmund. 
Live across SEN, you're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Kimba on the Roach with you on a Thursday afternoon, early edition. We'll be heading to India for the start of the fourth and final test at 2 o'clock today. Currently 18.8 degrees, about to be joined by Sammy Edmund. A few texts coming through, Roach, after my prediction that uh, Joey Danaher would win the Coleman. Uh, this one says, Big Joe will need 1,000 shots on goal to kick 60. Well, uh, and another one, Kimberly. Yeah. Was Kimberly. playing I Am Woman really <laughs> for International <laughs> Women's Day or was it for you? I'll be totally honest. Oh, a new new caller. That's from Big Ginger. Big Ginger, yes, it was partly for me. I love that song and I'm presuming our next guest does you, as do well. Do you play it while you shower? What difference would it make, Rich? Yeah, I play it regularly. I I'm love that sure song. I'm sure you do. What, what, what's the shower got to do with it? I'm just... As a shower song, yeah, yeah, you can bend but never break me. It only right. serves to make me. Yeah, uh, Sammy Edmonds nodding off there while he's yeah. waiting to come on. Hello, Samuel. Kimbo and the Roots. Here I was thinking you two would love a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings from Marvel Stadium. Nevertheless, <laughs> AFL Captain's Day. Uh, always in a complete and utter mess of an event. But we got there in the <laughs> end. And, uh, <laughs> hey, Sammy, I was, I was, really? going, to, I was going to ask you, yeah. it's just really a, a big PR exercise, isn't it? Or do you get something out of it as a journalist? Because you get access to all 18 captains. No, ca- yeah, yeah. No, the captains themselves are magnificent. And I'll, I might step through a few of them in a moment. They're, they are there for a reason. They are, they are great talent. A lot of them are relaxed this time. More... The uh, number of accredited journos uh, per captain would be probably around 20. So uh, it's a solid old bun fight, uh, like back in the day, to get access to them. But once you do, um, they're they're great listening, as I say. So what little gems have you managed to squeeze out today? I might hit on this topic, so I might as well get to it straight away. I I wanted to hear from the St Kilda captain, Jack Steele, just the player's point of view, especially the captain's point of view, after, I guess, that act of self-sabotage that eventuated... Uh, over the course of the weekend, with, uh, if people aren't aware, that is the audio of the St Kilda coaches box being uh, disseminated on a league-wide uh, server. But did anyone download it? it? Do we Cannot know if that. anyone downloaded yes, it? We do, because it was brought to St Kilda's attention ah. by an outside party. It right. wasn't something that St Kilda uh, really... Oh. Well, who knows? The so this is... Behind the gold vision. So this is the Ross Lyon in his second stint at St Kilda only two weeks ago told Tim Watson that he was calmer for his experiences of the past. Yes, and that might doesn't apply to the coach's box in the heat of a match. Surely you're going to get some fire and brimstone in there. Sure I wouldn't you do. expect Jeez. anything less. And in, in many instances, they will be harsher on their own players than rival players. So mm-hmm. I think that was the reason uh, that Ross sat the players down in the aftermath and um, and explained to them what was happening, what had happened, a human error, it, it'll tighten the process. Well, you're just dropping out every Jack- now and again, uh, Sammy. Sorry, we've got you again. Speaking of Jack Steele today, that's exactly what he was saying, that he needed to hear that from Ross Lyon and he needed to have it explained to him um, by the club because... He uh, didn't hold back. He said he was shocked, he was disappointed, and and that went for the playing group as well. And uh, did Ross come back and say, well, imagine when we're playing for four points, it'll be worse. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Hold it. Profanity. I mean, that shouldn't shock us, should it? Because these are conversations and exchanges for for a private four-wall setup. They're not for outside dissemination. Now, 
Will we ever hear it? I mean, flip a coin. Who knows? In today's day and age, you wouldn't be surprised if it, yeah. if it was released at some point. But, um, I mean, from St Kilda's point of view, I hope that's not the case. Um, who else have you managed to have a chat to yet? I know it's only early in the day and it's hard to get to all these captains. But uh, Adelaide has a new captain. Have you seen Jordan Dawson there? Saw Jordan Dawson. Didn't speak to Jordan, but he was certainly a man in demand. Uh, looked like he was carrying himself very well. If body language is any guide, that's about as much as I can lead in on that. Toby Green was someone I did speak ah, to, guys. Yes. Another new captain. I mean, we've got nine new captains uh, across the competition, which is uh, have to be unprecedented, surely. But Toby Green, I don't know about you guys, but I'm forever struck by, I guess, the career path of this man. I mean, if you said five or six years ago this guy would be the captain of an AFL club, mm. you'd probably be locked up in the straitjacket and have the keen thrown away. But then listening to him, he I'd like to think anyway that he's going to keep that Americanism, that, that sense of yeah. who he really is at his core, and combine that with all the duties and responsibilities of a captain. And if today is anything to go by, he was exactly that. He, he's going to be a great story to watch unfold. Were you surprised, Sam, by the captain's ranking of the teams? By the time they'd all voted, they couldn't vote for their own, but clearly they're all favouring Brisbane and Melbourne for the grand final. But were you surprised by any of the choices? I just lost you there, Rooch. Were you surprised by the captain's rankings of the teams once they did their poll? Uh, not particularly, but then again, I mean, none of them had Geelong as the Premier last year either. In fact, yeah. I think, I'm speaking without the is in fact their strike rate's been pretty poor <laughs> the captains I'm not mm. sure they regularly nail it at all mm. um, but they're only looking at what we're looking at aren't we and it's easy to be impressed by the pre-season admittedly slim pre-season offerings we've seen from Brisbane and Melbourne and we know Geelong are going to be up there of course in fact all got better so it's easy to have them at the top of the tree and um, I think it'll be really tight at the top though boys I'll... yeah Oh, just gonna, just dropping, dropping out every and now out. and again, mm. uh, Sammy. We'll stay with you, though. You're just dropping out for about two seconds every now and again. Uh, just quickly, for those that are at home that aren't aware, uh, Brisbane have been selected to make the top eight by 17 clubs, so that's all of the people that voted because the captains of their own club aren't allowed to vote. What I found interesting was Carlton was nine. One person had St Kilda. One person had Adelaide. I don't think St Kilda have got any uh, chance. We might just move on to something else that I found really interesting that you're all over. A cat star, Mitch Duncan, is coming to Adelaide. Why? Yes, he is, boys. Hopefully the reception's a bit better now. Now, That's look, better. he's obviously com he's coming back from that calf niggle, as we know. He had that first suffered that early February. Now, there's no setback or anything with that. It's more, and this, I guess, is how progressive Geelong are. It's not so much a physical retreat from Mitch Duncan. It's a mental one, just a change oh, okay. of scene. You've been, you've been, you know, slogging it out at GMHBO Stadium forever. Let's get your way. Steve Saunders, Dr. Steve Saunders is in your part of the world, yes. boys. He's the Caps consultant. He's based yeah. out of Adelaide. So he's a chance for Mitch to work directly with Steve Saunders, get out of Geelong, get out of the club, have a change of scene. Not for long, just for three or four days um, as a bit of a freshen up. Now, I don't, I'd almost certainly say he won't play round one, but all things are pointing uh, in the right direction. Of course, he missed round one last year, didn't he? With a calf niggle, funnily enough, and then went on and just about played every game on route to the Premiership. So they're, they're pretty calm about it, the Caps. Sam, the annual chestnut will be the grand final timing. When are we going to get that sorted? Oh, I think it'll be an afternoon slot for sure. I, I'm not hearing anything to the contrary yeah. there. I think it'll be a traditional one. This will be Gills right until the very end. And yeah. then when the new CEO takes over, whenever that might be, and I know 
we might get to the CEO's meeting in a moment and the president's given their sitting down with the AFL today. Um, that will be the new CEO's baby and decision to make as well, but I uh, can't see that same. So, so what are they going to be talking about at that meeting when it comes to Tasmania? Yeah, so I've got the topic items in front of me. Well, I did have actually, I'll have to recall them now, but I was given them by uh, a couple of clubs over the course of this afternoon. Now, all the obvious topics are there. Even Gather Round is on there, boys, mm-hmm. uh, as a bit of a, an update for the presence and the CEOs. The AFL want to talk about Gather Round. They want to talk about the CBA. They want to talk about Tasmania. They want to talk about the Hawthorne Football Club investigation. But yes. what they don't want to talk about and what is not written down is Gill's replacement and where that's at. So <laughs> it's the, the elephant in the room in a big, big way this afternoon. I wonder what president will bring it up. Hey, Sammy, before we let you go, it was interesting that uh, nine of the captains had Carlton playing finals. Um, I think Sam Walsh is very dependent on that happening or not. Is there any update on where he's at and when he's likely to return? Yeah, I spoke to Patrick Cripps about that just uh, about an hour or so ago, guys. Look, I... The sightings of uh, Sam Walsh in full training, quote-unquote, are akin to the uh, Elvis sightings uh, <laughs> over, the, over the course of recent times. They are wild and they are plentiful, but it's not the case. So he's still training on a modified program. He's getting there, though. So still the same timeline. I don't think it's changed. He'll be back in full training in the next sort of couple of weeks is the expectation, mm. and then to build up, obviously, after that and then play senior football in the first you know, quarter of the season, uh, I think it's fair to say. Certainly around you know, three, four, five and six, that's the sort of window that the get, Blues are hoping for. Don't get hit by that truck. Please don't. Very interesting interview uh-huh. with the new chief executive of the North Melbourne Football Club where Jennifer Watt makes it clear that she doesn't expect to have any serious issues with Alistair Clarkson. Who doesn't have to face that moment at North Melbourne? Surely she will at some stage have... A challenging moment with Alistair Clarks. Oh, Roach. Well, they all do. Yeah, well, I think you're referring to the podcast, aren't you, that yeah, she's done yeah. with Nicole Livingston, League Leaders. Well, in that podcast, she does actually say that. She says, I am sure we will have our moments. Mm. We will have our blow-ups. We will have our arguments. And we will have some heated debaters, I think she termed it, or heated exchanges. Now, what she comes back to is that, and she's a pretty good operator, Jen Watt, is that they're all there for one reason and one reason yep. only, obviously. And that is to make North Melbourne better. They're wearing the kangaroo's polo. So she said, we can have our, our arguments, and we definitely will. But I'd like to think, she said, that we will always come back to why we're there at our core, and that is to make North Melbourne better. And I thought that was pretty well handled from, mm. from Jen Watt, who knows Todd Viney really well, has known him for near on 20 years from their flying start days. So uh, Alistair Clarkson... Um, uh, she's working with for the first time, but I thought that was pretty well answered from, from yeah, Jen Watt, who yeah, um, who, yeah. who comes really well credentialed. And, that, and that's well. why and that's why she's successful, and that's why she's in the position. I don't know any successful person that doesn't like one being challenged and two challenging others, and that that's how you improve. Hey, just quickly, we got two minutes uh, at SEN. We were just talking about it before. We all have to give our predictions on premiers and wooden spooners. Um, so just we've got 90 seconds here, Sammy. I presume you have to do it as well. Uh, who's your premier this year? I have to do it, and guess what, boys? I haven't done it. I, oh. hate, it. I hate doing it. Well, here I hate we've got it first. We've be... got it first. Oh. Oh, because I just know I'm set up for failure here. I'll be hung, drawn, and quartered when I get it wrong, which I inevitably will get it wrong. Uh, so I'm putting it off. It's like the homework I'm saving until the very yeah. last minute at the moment. So I haven't done it. Probably oh. easy to pick uh, the Premier. Harder to pick the Wooden Spoon. I'd oh, no. No. Kim's got West Coast of the Wooden Spoon, and there are people in Western yeah. Australia who are ready to 
That's to come after them if they don't get the job. about five interviews. It's just a casual comment. Hey, we'll wait to read it online. Then you can see it on the SEN website or on the podcast. So, Sammy, really appreciate your time. We know how busy you are today. Get back out there amongst the skippers and get a few exclusives because no one puts their nose in the trough better than you do when it comes to breaking stories. (laughs) I'll say thank you, lads. I'll try and take that as a compliment. Good to talk to you both. It (laughs) was. Good on you, Sammy. He's an absolute ripper. Watch out for that truck. Yeah, I, th- I think that's uh, left the building, like Elvis has. Uh, coming up to one o'clock. Sam Walsh. Which... I know, that was a good line. So when will he be back? Round Stay four. True. Stay tuned. All right, coming up to one o'clock. Uh, after that, oh, we're about to head to India, so yes. we better be on time, Rich. Hyundai Tucson N-Line, taken to the next level, in stock now. Visit your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Past one, Kimbo on the Roots with you. We're live from Studio Lumo SA, right here at number one King William Street in the city. A few people going past and giving us a wave. We get some interesting waves too, I can assure you of that. Who was the gentleman earlier? Is that a former teammate of yours? I, I think so. Uh, it's 19.3 degrees <laughs> at the moment, Rich. Awkward. I, 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 terrible, actually. I, I knew the face and I was concentrating trying to I talk. Could, and yes. Yeah, yes. I couldn't work out who it was. So uh, please uh, text me or send a text in on um, 0427154166. I recognise the person. I feel like it was someone I hadn't seen for 20 or 30 years. Uh, you cannot... Oh, just wait for the premiership reunion. Okay, Sorry. yes. Uh, the 83 premiership, you think? <laughs> it wasn't the weed, was it? Minus his hair. Um, <laughs> let's head to uh, India now. The fourth test is about to get underway. Which pitch are they playing on? They've got they about 80, 87 to choose from. Three. Bharat Sundarasan, a world cricket guru. Dave Grohl lookalike, all-round good guy. And the man that cost Australia the series joins us now. Hello, Bharat. Morning, guys. Yeah, I'd look so bit of a what dodgy. What would it be, Barat? Black clay, red clay, or something in between? Maybe a mixture of both. <laughs> oh, we got a bit of a dodgy line, Barat. I, I thought you, I thought you had the bottom of the swimming pool to start with, and I don't know if you can climb up on the rooftop, a la the Hangover, and we'll get a better line. Have we got you? We've lost you. Mm. All right. Uh, <laughs> Oh, no, still just going in and out. We can hardly hear you, Barat. Can you stand on one leg? Are you inside the hotel, outside the hotel? What we'll do, we'll try and ring you back. Yeah, we're getting we'll back. try and ring you back. That's not going to uh, work. Yeah, we've got a text coming through here after we're chatting to Sammy Edwin, Edmund. Uh, very humorous. Someone's put a bit of work in this. They've gone, get A, they've missed the D. Then yep. they've gone, Imbo, they've missed the K. Yep. And then they've done ND and they've missed the A. And then they've gone the with missing the e, and then they've gone ooch without the r. No, you get the gist of no, it. No, we appreciate we we didn't enjoy either missing every second word. No, that's the problem of technology. They say, and that the text went on to say, it's um, I'll tidy this up. It's mm. bloody the outhouse when you only get half the story, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah, we couldn't help with um, with Sammy. It was where he was at so Marvel what, what Stadium. So what we've done is we've taken and, Matt and, Rendell's phone and we're passing it around. No, we're not, Rich. Uh, no, Rich. <laughs> Do 10 push-ups for being an idiot. Um, we will put our hand up when it's uh, when we have our own technical problems, which we know we do, but we couldn't control that one. No. But we appreciate the frustration. Uh, back again, is he, Benny? 
No, no, no we'll uh, try. All right, what we will do, Rooch, mm. um, we'll hear a little bit more from Todd Marshall, who was on with Bix and Walshy this morning. Uh, this is Toddy talking about the new additions to the club. Yeah, well, Horn Francis, um, you know, I think he's had a really good pre-season and I think he's probably been one of the shining lights for our, for our pre-season matches. So, um, you know, he's had so much aggression and, and hunt around the footy and so composed when he gets the footy. So, um, yeah, I think he's going to be really good for us, you know, hopefully over the next 10 years. And, um, you know, Junior Rioli um, coming across from West Coast is so smart and, um, you know, so skillful. And <clears throat> I think he plays the game the right way in terms of, you know, he wants to get others involved and help others. And, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to having them in the team. And, yeah, hopefully they're, they're a key part of our success. Let's talk about Jason Horn francis Kim. He was number two for appearances at stoppages for Port Adelaide. Number one, Connor Rosie. Not a surprise there that he would be the main man at stoppages. Two was Jason Horn francis We've heard Malcolm Blight say, take the path that he used with Andrew McLeod and even Simon Goodwin, you could say. Start mm. the kid. I'm using the kid as a reference to a teenager learning the craft of AFL footy at halfback and then move him into the midfield as he develops his stripes in the game. Is that going to happen or do you just see Jason Wolfram such a talent? We've seen what he did at South Adelaide, different competition that Kennickley's just going to back him in like he did with Ollie Wines where he played him straight up, put him in the midfield. I don't Which way is it going to go? I don't think he has to. And I think it's good that he got as many minutes as he could uh, at centre stoppage appearances because that's where you learn your craft and you get your experience and your exposure. He didn't have a lot of footy last year. Uh, I wouldn't like to think he would be playing the second most minutes in the midfield. There's no need for him to do that. Um, I think he's an impact player, but mm. we'll wait and see. We'll okay. get a better idea in the first month. Yep. Uh, text coming through, does Hutchie ever pay his phone bills? <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Look, um, there's nothing to do with that. Uh, Sammy Edmund was at the Telstra Dome where you're underneath... Uh, a grandstand and Barat. Telstra well, Dome, you're going back. Oh, we, well, Marvel it's Stadium. Marvel now, isn't it? <laughs> Eddie Had Stadium, call it what you want. Colonial Stadium. He was, yeah, he was under a grandstand. Yeah. And, uh, and Barat's in a city of how many million people? Minimum five, <laughs> wouldn't it? We'll With 132,000 about yeah. to jam a stadium. That would go well on the phone network, wouldn't it? I know. Well, that's right. Well, it won't work at all if he's actually at the stadium. That's probably the problem. Oh. When, when I'm at Adelaide Oval, I can't get my phone to work when there's 50,000 there. Mm. And um, I'm with Telstra, who I find he's to be there. a very good he's provider. There. I think we've got him back. Barat, are you there? I am right. Oh, that, look, it's, mar it's mar marginally better. We'll have a crack at it. Uh, uh, the crowd... They're expecting 130,000. That will be a sight to see. Yeah, no, no. We, no. Uh, no, you sound like you're at the bottom of the uh, hotel swimming pool again, Barat. Hey, we love you. We look forward to your call today. Obviously, that'll be on a different line. So we'll, uh, we'll sign off, Barat, and uh, let's hope it's a great first day's play for Australia. That's disappointing. Happy with that, Rooge? Well, it's the best you can do. Yeah. And you can't get through. But anyway, on your point about 130,000, it's a capacity of 132 in that stadium at Matabad. It would have the world record for a test match shattered. 91,112, 2013, the Ashes' first day at the MCG. That could be changed by 40,000. It's fairly significant, isn't it? Huge. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would be the traffic control man of that moment? 
Um, just another text coming through, Roach, when we were talking about uh, Jason Horn Francis. Um, this one says, honestly, what did you think they were going to say about Jason Horn Francis? Don't know why they play those snip bits. Well, that's what you do. If you don't, uh, do, you, do you want Bix and us not to talk to players and ask those questions? You can only ask the questions. We don't ask the questions. People will say, oh, why, why did you ask about Jason, Jason Horn Francis? Yeah. Um, picky, picky. Uh, we appreciate your views, though. I guess, I guess there is an art in how you ask the question to get as much information as you possibly yeah, can. Yeah, but you're, you're right. You're, you're having right. a go at the Brecky boys now. No, no, you? I'm just saying people – no, it's, I'm talking about – yeah, you're right. Most people say, well, what do you expect the players to say? It's like when you ask players about coaches, Kim. Oh. How many people are going to be publicly critical of their bosses? No, they're not. Breach, uh, against my better judgment, we're going to have one more crack at this. Third time lucky. Barat Sundarasan joins us now. Barat. Hello, guys. Let's give this oh. another go. Oh, oh you're, you're in the studio now, are you? <laughs> no, I, look, it's, uh, it's that kind of morning here. Uh, like I, I was trying to... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, we are doomed. Uh, oh, no, you've come back. We've got you back. Um, we were here before sunrise at the grounds with the prime visiting. All right. They, uh, now, that no. kind of day here at the, the stadium, the bath, uh, they have the jammers on. Signals are all wonky. Uh, the prime way at any point, which get to the ground. Barat, I know we've got you on Here WhatsApp. We've got you on WhatsApp now, but yeah, we're losing every we're losing every second word. So we really appreciate uh, the effort you've made. Uh, we'll let you go and attend to what you have to do, and that's prepare for the uh, for the commentary. So we really thank you, but uh, yeah, it's a really bad line. It's a good point he makes with both prime ministers, the Indian prime minister and the Australian prime minister. There, there'd be high security, as he pointed out. The jammers would be on because yep. they would be wanting to intercept every situation they yeah. could. Oh, well, next we'll go, time, next time. Richie, Rich, we'll go to a, uh, a break and we'll come back and we'll hear again from Todd Marshall because it's an interesting uh, comedy makes. He was asked about uh, how he took that next step up last year when he was under Good enormous pressure. Was, yes. Yeah, so we'll hear from him again shortly and we'll get more of your texts, which is 0427154166. This is uh, Kimba and the Rooch. Remember, no matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Live across SEN, you're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. All right, Kimbo and The Roots, you 117. We're going to try and catch up with Chrissy Steen. We missed her a little bit uh, early. We'll grab her in about uh, five minutes' time, Roots. Just quickly, though, let's have a listen to Toddy Marshall on how he made the big step to really live up to his potential last year. Yeah, I think it was just that belief, belief side of the game and the sort of the mental aspect of the game where... Um, you know, you saw you, tr- you trust yourself and you trust your ability. And um, yeah, like you said, I, I was probably just putting one or two games together a mm-hmm. season, but you know, to put three or four, five, six, um, you know, good games in a row, um, you know, you build a lot of confidence within yourself and um, within the team as well to, you know, keep kicking you to footy. So um, yeah, that's probably just the main one, and, and it helps when you, when you kick straight. So um, yeah, that's probably just the main aspects of last year. 
Hey, he's let's good with a kick last year, wasn't oh, he? He's a beautiful kick. Yeah. Let's throw it out there, Rooch. We've got a uh, double pass to give away uh, to the Giddy Up Club uh, for the Melbourne, oh, Melbourne, the Adelaide Cup <laughs> this Monday, thanks yeah. to Racing SA. A double pass. If you want that, we'll throw it out there. Just send us a text if you want. Tell us why. Who would you rather have right now in your team? Todd Marshall or Darcy Fogarty? Rooch, Ooh. you. Who would you have? Oh, that's a tough call. Question without notice. I'll let you think about it. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. Give us a good reason why, and we'll send you off to the races. Who would you rather, Rooch? Wow, that's so line ball. I will let you think about it. We'll go to a break, and we'll come back with Chrissy Steen. Live across SEN, you're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. I'm still full of the Holy Grail. 1.23 on a Thursday afternoon. We are live from Studio Lumo SA and we're here thanks to our good friends at Balfour's. They are for the game and Hyundai. We appreciate their support. Uh, round four gets underway in the Sandfield W this week. Let's speak to the super coach. They had a big win last week. Chrissy Steen, coach of North Adelaide, last year's premiers. They flogged the Eagles by 62 points. Uh, not good for the Eagles. But, Chrissy, nice to see a women's team kicking a score like that, 12-8, 80 points. Yeah, not too bad. I was, I mean, obviously, I was happy with the girls. So, <laughs> hey, the round, one, the round one scores were pretty good too. Yeah, well, when we played Norwood, Norwood scored a lot as well. Yeah, well, uh, and that was a two-point victory, which which is good. But we've spoken about this with all the coaches and everyone over the last few years. The, the standard is growing and rising so rapidly. It must be incredibly pleasing for a coach like yourself that's been around for a long time in the game. Yeah, it's really good to see, like just to see the athleticism changing and the speed and how hard that the coaches and the clubs are working them in the off-season. It's becoming a lot more professional and the girls are obviously, um, obviously as well with the kids coming through, the skills are getting better too. So, Chrissy, how do you as a coach then work through that great debate about whether to go to with attack or defence? We've seen where the, you know, the AFL has so many defensive-minded coaches. Uh, AFLW, Sanford W, are you more attacking-minded? Uh, I would say we're attacking. We try we try to play really fast, get the ball on the outside. Um, but we but we've got a very strong. It's not been very it's not been very strong lately. But let's talk about the past because that was a lot more successful. Um, we've we've always had a very strong defence, and yep. so it's obviously we we rebound from defence and and we're very attacking. One of the most disappointing things, um, and I will say at the moment is we're seeing an awful lot of flooding yeah. in the mm, yeah. in the sandfall, and so they brought in this rule of the anti density, which mm. is I can't stand it. Um, mm. But it's an under 18s rule, and the idea of that is to stop flooding. But right now we've got there's there's so many teams where the coaches are getting them to flood in you know back and flood forward and yeah. I think it takes away from the game to be honest with you but you well, know it does. it's is a trend that, is that Chrissy just the bottom sides doing that or have, you know would you expect that against Glenelg this week? Uh, no, I haven't actually seen Glenelg do it. So I've watched their games obviously and I haven't seen Glenelg do it. Um, but Norwood did it like quite quite like it was. A lot. South Adelaide do it, and they're a good side, but they're doing it as well. Um, I think it's, you know, I don't know. It's, you know, obviously you're just trying to block leading lanes and stop the opportunity to score. Um, but for me, I try to put my 
my focus more into how my defence works rather than just loading it up with players. Good but point. I guess yeah. each to their own. I mean, flooding first came around, obviously, with Paul Ruse with the Swans, you know, yeah. and it's disappeared for a long time, but it's rearing its head here at the moment. Hey, Chrissy, before we get into your squad at the moment and the players you lost that came in for this season, you're an interesting story, not just being a super coach and having a lot of success, but uh, uh, professionally... Um, <laughs> you, te- you teach building and carpentry. T- take us through that and when you got into that and what you do in your day-to-day what life. You two? you two? You two uncover everything. <laughs> Don't you? That's our no, job. You cannot be trusted. Chrissy, I want to know if you can teach me how to do dovetail joinery. Uh, probably not, mate. But don't oh, tell, my, don't really? tell my boss that. I'll get sacked. <laughs> so, so tell us exactly what, what you do. Because Roach, Roach has been doing an extension on his house for five years. He needs a bit of direction. That's why I was going to come and sign up. I know why you're doing it for five years, mate. If you're trying to dovetail, you'll be there for another five as well. <laughs> so, Dave, so if we're not prying too much, take us through what, what you do and how you got into that profession <laughs> or vocation. I actually ended up a carpenter because of football. So I ended up, I was working, I moved back to, I was living in um, England and I moved back to Australia and I just needed a job. So I started doing a bit of labouring with a mate of mine's uh, ex who was a builder, but he was an absolute footy maniac. And the two of us used to talk about footy all the time. And, um, And then he offered me an apprenticeship and I ended up doing my apprenticeship. And it was later on that I just went, Oh my god! I actually, I'm actually just doing this because we talk about footy all the time. Like we'd go for extended lunch breaks and watch games and analyze, analyze things. And um, so I ended up, I ended up a chippy. And then um, obviously, like with coaching, and I used to teach a long time ago. And um, and I got into, I wanted to get off the tools, so and I went into teaching. Well, Chrissy, mm. you, you mentioned England, the motherland, and you still have that lovely English accent. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're very obsessed with the round ball over there. What was the attraction to Australian rules? Well, it's a better game. Let's face yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what more do I need to say, boys? But how did you fall in love with it? And how did you start getting involved in it? Did you, and, you know, was it playing, coaching? And when did that transition oh, I, happen? I, I played, but I was awful. Oh, my God, I was terrible. <laughs> I, in fact, I would not, like... Uh, I was that bad. I probably, if it was, you know, if it was me now as a coach, I wouldn't even give me a water runner's job. I was that bad. <laughs> oh dear. Um, well, thankfully, yeah, hell of a lot better as a coach because you've been yeah. very successful. Yeah, We're coming up to the one thirty news, and we know you need to get back to your class. <laughs> but uh, uh, this weekend, you play at High Sense Stadium. Uh, you take on Glenelg, Richmond Oval. Yeah, at uh, two ten. Uh, entry is free. What type of game are we going to get? And would you like all your supporters to get down there? Give it a plug. Oh, we always need the supporters down there. It's great to get them down to the women's footy and get a bit of an atmosphere going. And, you know, it's really good. We are seeing a lot more supporters now. I think the game's going to be a good one. I'm hoping that we get a lot of high scoring. And obviously, I hope we get the win. I think we're going in pretty strong. We've got Hannah Ewings back, who's Port's number one player. And we've got, um, yeah, we've got Borg back in. And we've got Amber Ward. And obviously, Erin Sundstrom, who was our amazing defender, who... um, who uh, had the ACL injury, she'll be back uh, this weekend or next weekend as well, which is, so we should be going in pretty strong. Uh, you lost okay. Meg Ryan to Essendon. How'd you replace her in the ruck? Ah, uh, well, 
You two, come on. You know we snatched Isabel Starmer from Central. <laughs> I just wanted you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. You led me into it. Uh, I did, and uh, we look forward to the clash. Of, They're sitting there in fifth position the, at the moment. Part of the whole game, isn't it? If you yeah. see opportunity, you grab. Uh, see a chance, you take it. That's Fine it. romance, you make it. I think that was Steve Winwood. Hey, we'll let you get back to your class, Chrissy. Good luck for the rest of the season. Just quickly, apart from yourself, who's the team to beat? For the flag. Oh, right now, probably south, I'd say. All right, and they're undefeated, sitting on top of the ladder. What Good about Mitre joints? Only because they've, they've not played us, boys. Right. What about <laughs> Mitre joints? Can you help me with those? I can certainly do a Mitre joint, mate. Very Let good. me know when you're doing your house next. I'll come over. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're very much and, welcome. And trust me. You'd be the only trader you'd turn up on time. Uh, yeah, and tra- yeah, it's because you don't <laughs> bloody pay, Roach. He's oh. as tight as anything. Good on you, Chrissy. <laughs> we could talk footy. Thanks, boys. <laughs> uh, she's an absolute Chrissy. ripper. And isn't that a great story, though, to come out for another country, fall in love with our national game, Roach? All right, it's one thirty-one. The news is coming up. Then we're going to have a chat to David Noble about what? Car. Hyundai Tucson N-Line, taken to the next level, in stock now. Visit your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Nearly 1.36, it's just a reminder, we'll be heading to India for the fourth and final test at uh, around 1.54 today, Roots. Do I say it? I don't know what you're going to say. Well, we know that the record for the biggest attendance to a test match will be broken today, and that line, every man and his dog mm-hmm. is at the ground, has proven true because there are photos showing a dog running recklessly across the pitch at the moment. That's uh, some of your better work. Reminds me of when you're at the advertiser, Roach. Thank you. Useless information. Um, Wouldn't be bad if you get a cricket score. In the paper, would it? Well, today, well, yeah, Adelaide now, I'm happy to do an apology. I got up this morning just to go through all the results. Not one article on the Redbacks' loss at all could I find. Um, if they have and I missed it, well, I'll do an apology, Rich. Not good enough. No, it's not. Hey, hey, let's go to our next guest. We were just uh, waffling on there, Rich. I was about to read out a text about well, Port you, Adelaide. You surprised me with the news over the summer here. Well, I did. We may introduce him and I'll tell... Uh, Everyone, how I surprised you, Rich. Uh, we normally talk footy. He's been very good to us, mm. and we've known him for a long time. But now he's in the, the supercars. He's the, the big cheese at Dick Johnson Racing, David Noble. Nobes, Happy New Year. <laughs> G'day, Kimbo. How are you going? You're not bad. You sound less stressed. <laughs> how, are <you> enjoying <laughs> the, how are you enjoying the world of petrol heads? Oh, I've loved it. Yeah, it's been... Uh... It's, look, it's challenging, there's no doubt, but a lot of similarities. But, yeah, I'm working with some great people. Um, you know, we've got a couple of new owners on board and certainly working with, you know, an icon like Dick has, has been, um, yeah, been amazing. So, I, no, I feel very privileged. Uh, just quickly, the supercars kick off this weekend in Newcastle, the Newcastle 500. Uh, you are the CEO yep. of Dick Johnson Racing. Uh, as you know, our good friend, The Roach, he has his sabbatical over at Italy. which Finally he missed, got away. Yeah, due to COVID. Yeah, he, got back, he always does. Yeah, he got back and he, it was only a couple of weeks ago he said, Hey, is David Noble in line for the general manager of footy? And I've gone, no, yo. Oh, so I can't say <laughs> yeah, that word. No, yeah. he's bloody... No, you Wally. Yeah, he's, he's the CEO of Dick Johnson Racing. He had no idea. Uh, are you missing footy first? No. no. <laughs> That's clear cut then, David. No, no, I, I haven't. I mean, it's, 
Yeah, look, it's it's interesting. I I am, you know, you invest a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and mm. um, you know, I'm sure once the season gets up, and I get to watch John a bit. But no, look, I, we've been flat out. We've had new builds going on, learning a new role. Um, you know, understanding the you know the caper. Um, mm. I probably haven't had time to probably miss it to be honest. But um, no, look, it's. No, I haven't. At how, the end of the day, how, how different is it? How different being CEO and you've 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 been one away from that position in the AFL system. Is it different? Was it same same different? Um, no, I think with a level of you know the senior exec role, there's there's certainly a level of responsibility. Um, working with you know private owners is different than you know working sort of a head office with AFL. So mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed that that challenge. Um, but there's a lot of synergies within the two sports. There's a lot of similarities, structure, um, and all that type of thing. So the engineers are very much like a coaching group. You know, the mechanics are very much like a, a high performance. Your fabricators are like, um, you know, like the trainers. So there, there's a lot of similarities, and um, probably I'd say it's the hardest staff that I've worked with. I think their mm. appetite for hard work and Getting the job done has been unbelievable. So, David, when we left the show at the end of last year, you were going back into study, and I thought you would go down the business path, or hopefully we could drag yep. you to headquarters to save the game. How did you get into motor racing? Look, I I work with um, a guy called Nigel Calder at Brisbane, who's commercial director um, at Shell V Power Racing, and. I had a call from Dr. Ryan Story, who's one of the owners, and had sort of said, look, we're looking for an administrator. And this was probably through September, I think, Rooch, and a couple of weeks before Bathurst, and said, look, we would like to chat to you. Would you come up to Bathurst and have a look around? And I said, yeah, I'd be very interested. I was certainly very open to looking, you know, at all different sports. I've had a chat with the AIS and looking to talk to Queensland Racing and a few others. And went to Bathurst and we had conversation that sort of went on over the next couple of months and presented towards the end of November and landed the role. So, yeah, that's sort of how it came to pass. You've come in at an exciting time, I presume. How different will the supercars be now with the introduction of Camaros and the Mustangs? Yeah, extremely different. You know, the vehicles are brand new. Um, The drivers, you know, are going to have to get to know them and learn them. They're a lot different, you know, the aero is different on them. You know, the heights of the cars are different. Um, yeah, so there, there's all sorts of areas that I think is exciting for us to learn. You know, it's it's about the teams, I think, that will grab those opportunities, learn and be able to move forward. We've got a very experienced crew all the way from, you know, engineers to team principal to uh, to mechanics. So we, we're really confident about the season. But, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's new, it's different. We believe the racing will be, you know, really tight. Um, and so, yeah, we, we're looking forward to the start of the season. David, you talk about that structure, the one that you knew from footy, where you have coaches, assistant coaches, players, leadership groups. What's it like in racing, mm. driver with mechanic, driver with engineer? It's very much their own little team. Um, and so the engineer is very much like like your, your line coach, you know, almost not quite your senior coach. I think you're... Your team principal is more your general manager, um, but your engineering group, you know, we've got eight or nine in our network and, 
you know, we've got race engineers, you've got overall engineers, you've got data analysts. Um, so it's it's very much, a you know, the team within a team. We share our data. Um, you know, we're, we're very open as to getting the two cars across the line in any manner that we can. Um, and so, yeah, that, that recognition of mechanic, engineer, data, driver, you know, it's a, it's a very unique um, setup. So, so do you get in between when the driver's challenging the mechanics because he wants more of one thing or another on his car? No, my job at the moment is to stay out the way, Rich. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, who handles that, um, little, no. um, that little sort of interesting battle that can go in between driver and mechanic? No, well, look, I was lucky enough to get to Adelaide, so I, I sort of sat on the cans in the back of the box, and it was, it was very much like sitting in the coach's box yeah. for data, yeah. the pre-race brief, the tactics and that type of thing, and they work collaboratively really well. So at the end of the day, you know, the engineer is trying to prepare the car for the driver to drive. The driver gives the engineer the feedback. They'll adjust their ride height, so they adjust their camera, their springs, you know, yeah. whatever they, yeah. they need to that they've got capacity. And then they're back out at it. So it's yeah, it's extremely collaborative. So I don't, I certainly in, in our guys with Anton and Will, mm. and with Ludo and Rich, the the group that we're dealing with. Yeah, that they work extremely well together, really closely. We're your main drivers, Anton De Pasquale and Will Davidson. Um, just ballpark for someone that's not so much into the industry. Uh, what type of dollars mm. do they command, and uh, how competitive is it to get the drivers you want for your team? It's pretty competitive to the elite of the competition of, of you know, AFL. It's, um, you know, our sport is, as I said, it's privately owned, so the budgets are geared a little bit differently. Mm. Um, you know, I've got to try to ensure that we deliver a profit and, and success. So mm. that's a great new set of learning skills for me, you know, that I, I need to bring to the table. But, yeah, they're, they're comparative, Kimbo, to, to where the elite of, of you know, AFL would be. So so are there some of these drivers making a million dollars a year? Because they're putting their lives on the line. Uh, yeah, I would have thought so. Okay. I, I would have thought the guy that probably won the championship last year would have. And, and that's probably, you know, winning, you know, the driver's champ and there's Bathurst. You know, there's bonuses connected to those contracts similar to, to other sports. But, yeah, I, I don't know what Shane's on. But I would imagine that they're in the realm or within the vicinity So of that. So, David, are you building links with teams, racing circuits elsewhere in the world? How, how do you go building the knowledge base from here? Yeah, so we, we've got a, a deep connection with Penske um, Racing. So there's still that long you know, and strong connection when Roger was part of DJR or owned DJR. So there's that connection. Um, I guess I'll, I'll be interested to explore all those avenues, you know, even with our partners like you know, with Shell, for example, Rich, you know, oils, lubricants, you know, where's our marginal gain in, in those elements? Yeah. Um, you know, so that there'll be some partnerships and some growth, I think, of areas that, because we don't have a soft cap, you know, there's no uh, soft cap in our sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the appetite of the owners to, you know, to make sure mm. that they're willing to 
put their, you know, put the or pay for the expense if it's, you know, if it's costed out correctly, and so therefore, you know, the business case will be important. Mm. Well, it all it's, not a, it's not a bottomless pit, though. I understand. <laughs> it it yeah. all kicks off this weekend, Nobes, in Newcastle. The Newcastle 500 will have qualifying on Saturday morning, a shootout for the top 10 at midday, followed by a race at 1 to 3 p.m. Will we see you in the driver's suit, you know, down in the pits, will we? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> come on, they all do it. it if I'm in the fire suit, something's gone seriously oh. wrong. <laughs> right. So you'll be in the corporate boxes schmoozing. Right. Hey, expectations no. for this week, though? Uh, yeah, well, look, it's it's a little bit of an unknown quantity, really. You know, we're really confident in the way that our car will be set by our guys. We've got great experience. It's a brutal track, you know, in Newcastle. It's It can beat you up a lot. You know, street circuits often do. The You know, the curbs are really sharp, so the car's a bit lower. So we need to be you know, protect our cars a bit, but we also want to be competitive and be up the front. So, yeah, we, we're quietly confident. Well, we're on board. We're supporting Dick Johnson Racing. Just as an aside, I actually pushed Dick around the uh, Grand Prix track many, many years ago in a wheelchair. We had a oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, celebrity wheelchair race. I don't know whose idea that was. It was bloody hard work, I tell you. I, I don't <laughs> think he really enjoyed being there, to tell the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you should have uh, got him up the Black Rock for a uh, fish. Uh, David. Can I throw you a footy question? Because Kim's throwing me a curveball here and I can't answer it. Yeah, I'll Todd try. Todd Marshall or Darcy Fogarty? If you had to choose one in a free market and you've been in that space before, who would you take right now? Oh, without doing yeah. an analysis, I'll probably take Marshall. Mm. Oh, interesting. interesting. Hey, no, it's great to chat. I'm great. Uh, we're so pleased that life's going so well. We wish you yeah. all the best over this season, and we will watch with interest Dick Johnson Racing uh, this weekend in the Newcastle 500. Good luck for the rest of the season. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the interest, as uh, always. Great move for David. David. Noble. That's yeah, a great it's a, move it's for It's a ripper, isn't it? Uh, and what a change, because he's been in footy all his life, Rich. Hey, we need to go to a break. Where can't answer we... that question. I yeah. still can't answer uh, it. Well, I'll give you my answer on the other side of the break. Live across SEN, you're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. One fifty-three, more almost done for the day, Rooch. I think we've got about a minute and a half remaining. A number of texts coming through saying, for an intelligent bloke, Noble made a pretty dumb decision to coach North. <laughs> Well, it he was an opportunity his, of a lifetime. It was his dream. He chased his dream. And look, in regards to the who would you rather pick, Darcy Fogarty, Todd Marshall, there's no winners and losers here really. But, Rich, you posed a good question during the ad break. So it's Tasmania entering the AFL. They get one pick, and the two names on the whiteboard are Fogarty, mm. Marshall. Who do they pick? A lot of text coming through. We're going to revisit this That's tomorrow. Tough. Uh, we've got one here. I would holler for a marshal. Boom, boom. Nice. Uh, uh, Daniel says it uh, has to be the fog. He's a young Jonathan Brown. Daniel, we'll give you, if you want, the double passes to the races, to the Giddy Up Club for the Adelaide Cup. Uh, Benny will get in front in contact with you. Uh, if you can't take them, we'll get in contact with someone else that sent a text. There's plenty here. I said I'd give my answer, Rich. We'll do it tomorrow, and we'll do a Twitter poll on it. Good idea. Just out of interest. But I think you're right. There's no right answer and there's no wrong answer. No, I'll, give, I'll give you my reasons, though, and I yep. think they're genuine. Okay. Sometimes you have to look outside of what happens just on the footy field. True. True. So who would be more marketable? Ah, now you're adding an Another extra dimension. element. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, yeah, have a great day. We'll be back again uh, tomorrow. 
That's it. We're done. Bye-bye, everyone. We're heading to India.